Are you thinking of buying or selling your home? Downsizing? Upsizing? Investing? Are you relocating? Do you want to know your local market conditions? Are you behind on payments? Are you looking for improvement tips? Well, what if your home didn't sell? This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert and trusted source for the most up-to-date information. And now your host, Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Good afternoon, everyone. Hope you're doing well on a Saturday afternoon. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate with Ryan. I'm Ryan Coleman, your host, along with my lovely co-host, as always, April Coleman. Good afternoon. Hope you're doing well on a Saturday. And we've got a good show for you on topic today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any real estate news before we start, April? Anything you want to talk about? Um, No, just watch out for our new listings that are coming up live on the market. We just listed one on Francis Road. Um, a cute little house down in West Knoxville, like close to West Town Mall. So um, over that way. And then we have another one in Maynardville coming up, one in Kodak coming up, a really nice one, um, another one in West Knoxville. So just stay tuned because we're going to be having these listings coming on the market soon. So if you're looking in those areas. And don't forget our luxury listing out there in Blunt County on the water. Oh, yeah. That's absolute stunning horse farm. Yes. A luxury estate, and that should be close to the market this week, I hope. So we got a lot of activities. Just because we're hitting the fall doesn't mean that we're stopped working over here. It's exactly. <laughs> year-round. Yeah. Yeah, so exciting. So a lot of stuff going on. Um, our topic today. Yes. How to avoid a delay in closing. Whether yes, it's the big, oh, man. You do not we, don't, want we don't like those. You know, those, those are never happy things. And uh, we talk about what you need to do to avoid your deal going south at the last minute and what you can do, whether you're a real estate agent, whether you're selling it yourself, we're going to talk about a lot of topics that will relate to you to make sure that your deal doesn't go bust at the last moment. Yes. So April, let's talk about it. Why do you think most deals go sideways um, at the last moment? Is it financing? Is it, um, what do you think is, what do we see on a routine basis that, um, Maybe the deal doesn't go through. Is it is the agent involved? Is it the lender? Is it the detail? What do you see as the biggest contributing factor where things go sideways at the last moment? I think it's uh, what we see, I think, most often is when we work with sellers, then it's the buyer, whether it's their lender that has delays in closing. Um, I think that's what we see most often. Um, I think USDA is always one of those that you can't prevent it because it's, you know, a government loan and you always need more time for that. And I think some people don't understand that it does take more time. So realistically you want to close in 30 days, but a lot of times it takes 45. And so I think that most of the time it's always usually something on the lender side that they missed a detail or something didn't, you know, work out or whatever the case may be. I think that's the biggest issue. So Going into that, you need to stay on top of the lenders, unfortunately. And that's hard. I mean, that's hard in the market where it's very, very busy. The lenders are at an all-time high. You know, they're doing loans left and right, lots mm-hmm. of numbers in the marketplace. And what do you do when you have that? Just a normal delay that's really there's nothing wrong with the process. Um, the buyer wants the property. It's going to close. But there's some delay. But there's that domino effect. Yes. I'm moving to Texas or I'm purchasing on my next home that's waiting for me and then that family is moving somewhere else how do we solve that the domino effect is the worst i think <laughs> we could just make it real easy and is not it, have a domino hey, effect. that's that's, that's where great. that's where we earn our keep yes 
You got that. And right. I think most people don't understand the process. And you know, we just went into a scenario one that you know um, an owner was selling for sale by owner. Um, not anything's wrong with that. More power to you. But the whole deal blew up. Mm. Not that it was his home, but it was a combination effect. Oh, really? It was a domo, domino. Mm. And so, you know, kind of where we need to be put together is understanding it can get very, very stressful during that time. You know, people are taking off of work. Yes, I think that's the big one. Off of work, new schools, new relocation, moving across the states. Right. That's why they rank you know, buying or selling real estate is one of the most stressful it is the things most you stressful. can do, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is the most stressful. But hopefully we can give you some tips today that will help you with the process and maybe understand a little bit more. So either whether you're buying or whether you're selling, then there are some things that go along with the process. We all, you know, hope for a very smooth closing. Everybody does their side on each, you know, does their part on each side. And it just is smooth and goes right to the closing table and everybody's happy, but it doesn't always end up that way, unfortunately. So I think the first tip would be to just know that you need adequate time to prepare for the closing. If you say 30 days, then start on day one as soon as you have that contract bonding to start with all of your, you know, all of your contract dates and times that you need to stay in. So, you know, for people that don't do real estate every day and that's out there in the market, what is a normal closing time frame? And what should we expect? We put our home in the market. The market's, you know, even in the fall, we, we sell pretty quickly. How much time do I need to get out of the property? How much should I expect from start to finish? Yes. So that's normally 30 days is typically what the lender needs. Isn't that pretty quick? I mean, that's about as quick mm-hmm. as it can get unless it's a cash deal, right? Right. Unless it's cash. But... As we've talked about before, we work with um, Chris over at Gateway, and he said that if he is working with a buyer and he can go ahead and get that loan approved and pretty much get it into underwriting before you even find a house. So that way, when you just get all of your documents in, ready to go, you're approved, and then once you find that house, you can do a lot quicker closing. And that's so much, you know, important now that we're working with a buyer. April was just uh, showing a home to a client that's already pre-approved yesterday on Sunday. And having all your ducks in a row, being prepared Mm -hmm. with Chris, Mm -hmm. making sure that there's nothing lingering other than appraisal and then title work. That maybe even allow you to beat out other offers as well. Exactly. And so that, you know, depending on the seller's need, how soon they need to close, what's important to them, uh, those are all important things factors we say the devil's in the details knowing up front exactly you know what the buyer is trying to accomplish and having that kind of stress of the loan and can i get your tax returns can we get the pay stub can we get new verification employment right. on top of we got inspections on your home and you mm-hmm. know and, and that's what makes it so challenging so many moving parts and that's what we like to work with our clients to get them pre-approved ahead of time yes it's just one less thing they have to worry about they can shop Pre-approved, stress-free to know that their loan is good. And I think he does it for 60, 90 days. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll mm-hmm. guarantee that approval, which is it, it makes it nice. Exactly. That's right. Okay, so a tip number two, if you decide to order a survey or anything like that, just go ahead and do it on the front end. If you know you're going to do it, get it done so that you can submit all of your documentation. And then um, if you are a buyer, just make sure, like we were talking about, stay in touch with your lender and 
make sure that you have all the documents that are required and everything that you need to turn in. And unfortunately, sometimes we do have um, some lenders that they say that they're approved and they say we're good to go, but in fact, they should have never been approved for a loan to begin with. Kind of We've all had those nightmares, you know, those stories where, where, they, yeah. where they've, they've come through and, and the lender, you know, you call them and, and they haven't even picked the file up or that right. loan officer is gone. He's no longer with the company. So make sure you do your due diligence when you pick out your lender. And I think that's more important is really just babysitting and kind of following through, being mm-hmm. making sure we have those items in line, which is important. Um, right. We'll talk about a survey, as you were mentioning, how that's important. Um we had an issue. We just closed on one, mm-hmm. and the owner had a shed that was encroaching, or not encroaching, but there was concern for the buyers, mm-hmm. and became a big to do. It was really the last big. minute, and it was a waterfront property, and there was a shed that has been there for a while. Well, they closed, and we asked our client regarding that, and there was not an issue. That it, you know, the lawyer when they closed, when they bought it, took care of it, right, mm-hmm. and made sure it was on their property, right. It was on their property, but there was, it wasn't, a survey wasn't done. Mm. And the buyer was literally to the last minute requesting that survey. Things started going a little bit sideways. So those are things, if you have a survey done, if there's any encroachments, if there's any easements, if there's anything that's been done to that property during that time frame, how important is to make sure you have that done? Mm-hmm. Even if you just have the corners marked or pinned. Exactly. Surveyor guy, how long was he out? Two or three weeks out to even get out there? Yeah. And, mean, we were, and we were closing at the end of the month, right? Yeah, it was, it was last So minute. we were able to get it all completed, but they were concerned, which was valid. You know, a lot of the title policies and things out there now will have an exception to the survey, mm-hmm. meaning the title insurance will not guarantee, the, you know, if it has a... You know, if that encroachment is on the property, they'll exclude it. Oh, wow. And so that's why the survey was so powerful there. So very important if you've got one, give it to your agent up front. Know that you have it. Mm-hmm. And uh, if there's any kind of issues when in, di- when in doubt, um, make sure that they cover that ahead of time before yeah, the contract exactly. comes in place. Yes, you definitely want to make sure that you have those those covered because it can come up and. We finally got that one closed, and it closed on time, thank goodness. But, whoo, you just never know. We were stressing at the last minute. We were stressing at the last minute. We're coming up on a little bit of break here. Thank you for staying with us. We're talking about how to make it go to closing, avoid delays in the closing, mm-hmm. and get your home sold. We'll talk about that more with Real Estate with Ryan. You guys stay tuned. A shiny new era is tiptoeing nearer. And where do we feature? Just listen to teacher. I know it sounds sordid, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And in justice, deliciously square. Welcome back. This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert. Ryan talks all things real estate and gives you the most up-to-date information on the Knoxville market and surrounding counties. Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. All right, guys, thank you for joining us in. We were talking about the delays in closing, and April was talking about surveys on the other side of the break and how important that is. Mm-hmm. And we'll just jump right into it. We always, got, always seem like we run out of time, so we want to cover some of these topics so we can make sure we cover it. Before I do that, Big special thanks to Will West over oh, there yes. at Sports Animal. He's mm-hmm. doing our 
we're doing some commercials with him over there. It's football time, as you guys know, and uh, and I just love that guy. He's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, appreciate it. Glad to be working with him, as you guys know. Yes. So definitely. Maybe he'll hear that. Maybe he will. And we're, we're listening to him on the way in. So he does a great <laughs> job. Awesome over there. All right. So where are we going, April? Run with Okay. It. So I think another thing to think about is repairs. So um, buyers, be diligent about getting your repair requests, your re- your inspections up front as soon as you can. I know sometimes there's a delay. Um, and get that in so that the seller can have plenty of time to decide whether they, you know, what they can do, what they can't do, if they're going to give a credit, if they're going to do repairs. So if you are going to do some repairs on the home for the buyer, make sure that you do not wait until the last week or so before closing. Do those repairs, get them started on. If you need to have quotes of people coming in or whatever you need to do, jump on it quick and get those repairs completed. And then once you have those repairs completed, let your agent know so that they can let the other agent know so that the buyers can just go ahead and look at the repairs and say, yes, it's done right. Sometimes they want to be bring the inspector back in and look at those repairs to see if they were done for, you know, per the inspectors. Now, this is a big deal. We run across all the time. Yeah, and and it's really where we sell the property twice. Most people mm-hmm. don't know we have to sell it two, three, four times <laughs> before it goes to closing. <laughs> but on the second time, when they come through the inspection, remember, obviously, if there's another agent involved selling to yourself, a buyer, however that buyer is there, they're going to come in there with this laundry list. And, you know, they're going to list everything in the, they can think of in the house. I mean, that's the inspector's job. Some of it's our job to decipher what is realistic, what is cosmetic updates, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what are true defects. And hopefully what we can do is hammer out a negotiation that is a win-win for both parties and have a list. Where we come into play and really service our clients, I think, is a great advantage is we've got custom vendors that we've used time in and time out that when we have a punch list, a lot of the stress of completing those items we can send them over and take care of those items. Mm-hmm. We can knock that out. One-stop shop. You don't have to worry about that. Um, and that's not somebody that we have interest in. That's just somebody that we pass along, that does a good job, that makes sure that we hit our dates, right. take care of our clients, that and so that good to closing. Because mm-hmm. if you've ever tried to call anybody in the construction field right about now, they're very busy. Yes. And it's challenging to get them there in a time frame when you're going to close in two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um Sellers, so important that if you're doing some of the work yourself, that you're, you're very handy and skilled in that area. Make sure that we have a inspection report with pictures. That's very important mm-hmm. to know exactly what we're going to do and what we're not doing. When there's a gray area, we always reference calling the inspector because sometimes it comes third party and going right to the source makes it a real big issue to say, okay, what are you wanting here? What are you wanting to correct? And then mm-hmm. translating. So so much of our deal is communication. Yes. And not being involved in that, not making sure everybody understands what they're looking for. The seller ends up doing one thing, and it's something else. We get to close, and it's not done correctly. Yes, because you do not want, as a buyer, to wait until 11 o'clock on Friday, the day of closing, and you're closing at 2 o'clock p.m., and you do your final walk to walkthrough to look at the repairs, and they're not done correctly. And then what? And, and this is the biggest, you know— my colleagues that I, we work with on a consistent basis, sometimes this is the biggest thing we have aggravation with. Let's say there's a laundry list of some items that need to be done. They want to do the walkthrough at 12 o'clock and we're closing at 2. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And you wonder why that there's an issue. 
they're like, oh, the windows weren't caught correctly. Then you have to grab somebody to run over there and get and, the and so it's, I'm telling you, it's so important to get there two days ahead of time mm-hmm. because if something's not right, the buyer doesn't like it, we've got some maneuver room to change it. Exactly. And then we're not up to the last minute and everybody's stressed out. They're closing at theirs on mm-hmm. one and then they're at the new house is at three and it's just chaotic. The closing table is not the place to negotiate. <laughs> Don't negotiate at the table. At the closing table. Yeah, no, it, it, it never turns out well for the seller or the buyer. It may turn out some for the buyer at that point, but never well for the seller. Right. Okay, so, so there, we won't go long on that, but but very important repairs are another important issue regarding the inspection that mm-hmm. most people overlook. Um, sometimes if you had a property in the market for a long period of time, if we get a laundry list, really consider what that list is going to cost. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Either doing a credit in lieu of doing the items. Right. And and so um, sometimes it's all about making sure we get it to closing. And really is the inspection item of $2,000 worth losing the sale. And that's so true. sometimes that's a conversation we need to have. Sometimes it's not. Uh, but things to think about, especially if for some reason your house has been a difficult sale. It's been on the market for a mm-hmm. couple of times mm-hmm. and, you know, it's aging long days on the market. Then we may need to talk about those things. Right. Exactly. Good point. Another one I think is the appraisal. It can um, delay closing. So just know that if say, you know, they are buying the home for 182 and it only appraises for 180. Oh, what are we going to do? So that can delay closing. Just because it's a good market guys. Mm-hmm. And we hear, you know, you can get whatever you want. This is not the case. Lenders are going to insure the property. It's collateral on the loan, and they're going to make sure that your numbers are correct. So we just can't list it or whatever. You know, the worst thing you can do is go to closing, two weeks for closing, the appraisal comes back, it's $10,000 yes. under undervalued or over-appraised. Right. And then what do we do at that point? I know. And the buyer could technically walk if they need to or have an opportunity to do mm-hmm. so if it's a government mm-hmm. loan. Um, the buyer feels like they've overpaid. It starts getting second, you know, kind of buyer's remorse in that situation. Mm-hmm. So it's setting a bad vibe where we should have done our homework on the front end and really have some education with the seller, understanding we want to get the most we can, but it has mm-hmm. to appraise on the front end. And we have that conversation all the time. So yes. And make- then it, another conversation is say the, um, your property is difficult to appraise because maybe it's unique, it's one of a kind, or it's, you know, there's just not a lot of sales, something like that. And we have had several times where we'll call up the appraiser and say, hey, can I send you comps because this is how I came up with the price and see if you agree with me because these are the comps that I pulled. I know that you have done that several times. But, and but, but here, April, here's here's something. You know, we have one of the one of our luxury properties we we're showing the other day, and it's a custom home. There's not comparables for the custom our custom luxury home. There's just not another comparable. So in certain price ranges that you talk about comparables, but once you go over a certain budget, there's not comparables. Right. I mean, in that market, buyers going to pay what they're willing to pay. Mm-hmm. We overpay all the time, or we pay for what something is worth. Yes. And a lot of these are cash sales. Really, no financing is involved. So don't always get held to comparables when we listed out in Kodak the other day. You, you know, that's why you've got to have an agent that's strong, knows the market, knows a wide range. And uh, we had just sold another home towards the end of the year, and it was the highest sale price in that area in the last 12 months. And I said, there's not going to find the comparables because that market in Kodak in the last couple of years has not had the sales, but we can look at it several different ways. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, obviously the market's going to dictate it. So we were able to do that. And 
I think that's going to be one that will move quickly coming up here soon as well. Yes. So that's another one that can delay closing. We actually did have one that was delayed because we needed to go back and forth with the appraiser to say, hey, you know, the square footage should count, you know, this or that. So what's number five? Oh, let's see. Number five is number five. Which one is number just five? match. I think you're 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 matching about you know don't get get your numbers a couple you know yes, a, day, a day before closing. Sorry. Just make sure you have your numbers. Know what you're going to bring to closing. I know it's crazy and chaotic. Just check your numbers and make sure we have that. Yes. Um, make sure your interest rates don't run out. Um, obviously, your lender have a great lender. Make sure that should be locked through closing. If you do delay closing for whatever reason, make sure you're carrying that rate lock out. Make sure you're extending that out and you factor that in the cost that you need. Yes. To extend. Now, another thing, and I'm glad you came to num- number five because it was on my mind, um, net sheets. If you need a net sheet, if you need to know, you know, how much your closing costs are going to be, how much your commission paid out is going to be, how much your taxes are going to be, if those are very important to you so that you can know your bottom line, go ahead and ask for that. We can do a net sheet. You know, we just kind of give you a rough rough estimate about where you will be for this closing date. And that way you can know what to expect. Now, you know, they're not always to the T because, you know, maybe there's a wire fee that we, you know, left out or something right. like that. But, um, and then also look at your um, CD a couple of days before closing, day before closing, and really go over that and look at it so that you will know, hey, there's not going to be a surprises when you come to the closing table and say, I didn't know I was going to pay for this, or I didn't know I was going to pay for that. Keep that in mind as well. Number seven, we'll leave it on that. Obviously, good topic, good show. And the closing table is not a place to negotiate. Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. We don't even put the buyer and seller together. No, we don't. No. (laughs) We have separate closings just for that reason, and uh, it's just not a place where we talk about, you know, commission, pricing, repairs, none of that. Happy thoughts? Yes. Happy Happy times? It's picture time. (laughs) Well, you guys are listening to Real Estate with Ryan on News Talk 98.7 every Saturday at 5 o'clock. We appreciate you joining in. If you catch us out there on social media, make sure you follow and like our page at Ryan Coleman Group on Facebook. Easy number to remember, 693-SOLD or online at ryancoleman.org. Hope you guys have a great weekend, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. You can reach out to Ryan on Facebook and Twitter or his website at ryancoleman.org. Call Ryan anytime at 693-7653 and make sure to join us every Saturday at 5, only on News Talk 987 WOKI.